In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. There are many things that I love about the Episcopal Church, but chief among them is the fact that we embrace science and reason. We don't ask you to check your brain at the door. I myself have never seen a contradiction between scripture and science. They seem to me to speak different languages that reinforce one another, really. Take, for example, the first creation story. You know, God creates the heavens and the earth in seven days. Well, if you look at the order of that story, it's just the same as the order of evolution. From the fishes to the animals and the human beings come last. So the only question really is, what is a day in the mind of God? Well, heck, it could be a millennia, right? They seem to work together so beautifully, both ways of telling the truth. Scientists believe that this planet is about 4.5 billion years old. They tell us that in the course of that long history, all life has been wiped off of the planet five times. In fact, 99.9% of all species are now extinct. The great British royal astronomer, Robert Mueller, was asked in an interview in 2003 whether he thought that the human race would last another 100 years. He said, that's a tough one. Given the fact that there may be more plastic than fish in our oceans by the year 2050, I'd give the human race a 50-50% chance. Like a coin toss. I was walking through the grocery store a few weeks ago, watching everybody with their plastic bags, you know, and I thought, when are we going to wake up? In fact, St. Paul, in his letter to the Romans, says that to us. He said, it is now time for you to wake from sleep. It is now time for you to wake from sleep. Now, I don't think Paul meant that we were all snoozing all the time. But there are certain ways that we can live our lives in which we go about rather unconsciously. 
half awake. And one of the chief things that puts us to sleep spiritually is our busyness. I don't know about you, but when I get really busy, when I have all these appointments all day, I feel like a hamster running on a hamster wheel. And at the end of the day, sometimes I can't remember all the things that I did. And whole weeks and months will go by. They'll go by in this blur and I'll say, whoa, where did the years go? Because I was half asleep running on the hamster wheel. Failing to stop and notice to wake up. There are so many incredible things that we pass by every day. In 1973, there was a Texas housewife who discovered some yellow slime growing in her backyard. Now, most people would say, ugh, that's gross, and we'd get a garbage bag and throw it away, or maybe if we were really bad, we'd throw bleach on it or something. But this wife was awake, and she said, that yellow slime looks like nothing I've ever seen before. So she took a sample of it to her friend, who was a biologist. He agreed he had never seen anything like it before, so he brought it to more biologists. They published it in the papers. This yellow slime was a billion years old. It was very much the thing in the publicity in the area for a, about a month or two, and then people got busy and forgot about it again. In 2019, the Parish Zoological Park got a sample of that same yellow slime. They decided to make an exhibit, and CNN covered it. There were some amazing facts about this slime. Although it doesn't have a brain, it can move 1.6 inches every minute. And if you cut it in half, it will heal itself back together. And it can tell if something near it is toxic or noxious, it'll move away from it. And here's the really cool thing. Although it has no brain, they put it in a labyrinth, in a maze, and it found its way out directly without getting lost. Now, I don't know about you, but I can't find my way out of a labyrinth. I can hardly find my way around Jacksonville. And if you cut me in half, there's no way I'm coming back together. Oh, and by the way, this slime, it doesn't have two sexes. It has 702 which is really gross, and don't ask me any more about that. And they still can't figure out if it's an animal or a plant or even a fungus. It's none of those things. Did you know that crocodiles have these black pustules on their skin? They're kind of disgusting looking. And no one knew what they were for for the longest time. 
But if a drop of water falls on the surface of the water near them, they feel it with that skin. It is so sensitive, scientists tell us it's 10 times more sensitive than our fingertips. There is so much going on that we are not aware of, my friends. So much going on. Now, human beings, we have five senses, but we cannot see the future. We pretend that we can. I know I do. I write all this stuff down. I say, next week I'm going to be here at this hour and here at this hour. I'm going to take a vacation two months from now. I've got my retirement planned, etc. But none of that is really do I know is going to happen. The reality is when I wake up every day, I cannot see what will happen. I am blind to the future. And Jesus says that we do not know when the end of days will come. But this season of Advent, this weird season where the rest of the world is going on and shopping and already celebrating Christmas, but we who practice an ancient form of Christianity, we're waiting. We're waiting not to celebrate Christmas. We are practicing and remembering how we are a people of waiting, how we are supposed to be awake. We are supposed to learn how to step off the hamster wheel and practice listening, looking into the dark, looking into the unknown to see if we can experience the presence of God. Because the ironic thing is, if you get busy doing and doing and doing, you become unaware. But if you stop doing, even for just a few moments a day, if you are to stop and be quiet and silent for five minutes or ten minutes every day for two months, you will realize that you have another sense, a wisdom that resides deep inside you and that God is influencing you, speaking to you, calling you to wake up. And if you can't sit in silence because your mind is so crazy, try walking or running. Listen to your breath. Look around you and try to really see. Jacques Lucerne was born in the 1920s in France, in Paris, to two par parents who were wonderful. They were professors, and he had a great childhood. But when he was seven years old, he was in school, and some of his friends were horsing around, and somebody shoved him. He was wearing glasses, and he fell, and his eye hit the corner of a desk. 
and the glasses shattered into his eye. And it was so violent that he lost all of his vision, not just in that eye, but in the other one as well. At the age of seven, Jacques Lucerne went completely blind. But his parents were smart, and instead of treating him like a cripple, they encouraged him to learn to rely on his other senses, to listen, to touch. Over the years, Jacques Lucerne developed another sense. He could tell when someone was speaking to him whether they were telling the truth or not. And he was always right. And he would later write about it. He would say, it's as if when someone's telling the truth, there's this light emanating from them. But when they're not telling the truth, there are all these shadows. He became a spy in the resistance during World War II, in the French resistance. He became invaluable because he always could tell when someone was telling the truth or not. You have another sense. You can develop this sense when you're quiet. You have the ability to sense the presence of God. To be truly awake. Thich Nhat Hanh, the Buddhist monk, said that meditation, and I quote, is the serene encounter with reality. The serene encounter with reality. You can encounter reality. You can step off the hamster wheel. It's up to you. But it takes a lot of discipline and a lot of courage. And when you first do it, your mind's going to go all haywire. Be patient because Jesus says very clearly that when Christ comes again, those who are awake will go with him, and those who are asleep and busy and doing other things will miss him. That our very salvation is dependent on our state of awareness. So don't spend your life running. Don't let the years rush by. If we are going to survive as a human race, we are going to have to learn how to do things differently. It is time, my friends. It is time for us to wake up. Amen.